Hello, and welcome to the White's Chapel Sermon Podcast. We're so glad you've taken the time to listen to our weekly sermons. This is a quick way to enjoy or even revisit a recent message. A few years ago, my kids gave me an Ancestry.com test kit for Christmas. Today, there's just, there's a ton of health and ancestry genealogy uh, tests that you can purchase with 23andMe being one of the most popular. After mailing in my saliva sample, I pondered what I would learn. I was curious to discover more about my Native American roots. My mom's family is from Oklahoma, and all my life I'd been told that our Native American ancestry runs deep, and I couldn't wait to find out more. I was stunned when the results came back. The analysis of my DNA conclusively proved there's not a drop of Native American blood in me. In fact, what I learned is that I'm 97% Celtic. My ancestors hail from Ireland, Scotland, and Brittany. As I stared at the results, I pondered a reality of my life. I've always loved Celtic music. The haunting melodies just sing to my soul. I've always loved Scottish poetry steeped in the history of clans and country. And I love Irish spiritualism with deep Christian roots. The charts and graphs dissecting my genealogy help me to understand why all things Celtic speak to my heart. Genetic testing like 23andMe is is popular because it can help us be realistic and truthful about where our story started and where our story might take us. This is an underlying theme of our new sermon series. As we think about what we learned in 2022 and set our goals for 2023, surely we hope, all of us, that this year we can learn to be a healthier happier and better people. But are we willing to do more than just hope? Are we willing to act on our goals? Our sermon series title, 23andMe, has another reference. For the next few weeks, we're taking a deep dive into the third chapter of the book of Proverbs, which happens to be the 20th book of the Bible. Perhaps the most practical book in the Bible, the wisdom of Proverbs can help us to see life as it really is and to see ourselves as we really are. And chapter three is a microcosm of the whole book because it helps us to bring God into proper focus and teaches us to look at life from God's viewpoint, to consider our spiritual DNA so that in 2023, we might embrace a more active faith. Faithfulness in me, that's my sermon title and the story I want us to think about today. It's a spiritual story that's both a question and an answer. 
As we think about 2023 and our faith journey, we might ask ourselves, what does a Christ-centered and faith-filled walk with God look like? The Bible illumines our walk, throwing a light on the path before us so that we can find our way even in the darkest of nights. Our scripture for today provides a a map for our journey that leads us in the right direction, giving specific instruction in wise living to guide us through the twists and turns of life. So if you have your Bible, please turn to Proverbs chapter 3. We're going to be looking at Proverbs chapter 3, verses 3 and 4. Listen to the Word of God. Do not let loyalty and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart so you will find favor and good repute in the sight of God and of people. Allow me to describe these two verses in one sentence. Be trustworthy and faithful because doing so brings honor to God and to people. In fact, the translation of these verses from ancient Hebrew can really be summarized in two words, faithful love. This means the wise person has faith in God's love while understanding there's so much about the magnificent mystery of God that's beyond our ability to rationally explain. This requires loyalty and faithfulness. Our scripture teaches us that wisdom, true wisdom, means we act on our faith, trusting in God for guidance while being mindful of what Jesus shows us and teaches us as the illumination for everything we do. This is the path that leads to favor with God and having a good name. And the trailhead to our path is loyalty. One of the all-time greats in baseball was Babe Ruth. His bat had the power of a cannon, and his record of 714 home runs remained unbroken until Hank Aaron came along. The babe was the idol of sports fans, but in time, age took its toll, and his popularity began to wane. Ultimately, the Yankees traded him to the Braves. In one of his last games in Cincinnati, Ohio, Babe Ruth began to falter. He struck out and made several mistakes that allowed the Reds to score five runs in one inning. As the Babe walked toward the dugout, chin down and dejected, there rose from the stands an enormous storm of boos and catcalls with fans shaking their fists. Then something amazing happened. A little boy jumped over the railing and with tears streaming down his cheeks, he ran out to the great athlete. He joyfully flung his arms around the babe's legs and held on tightly. 
Babe Ruth scooped him up, hugged him, and set him down again, patting him gently on the head. He took the boy's hand, and the two of them walked off the field together. That little boy was loyal to Babe Ruth no matter what, through the best of times and the worst of times. As human beings, loyalty helps define who we are. While loyalty, family, and friends is beautiful and inspiring, the most important loyalty in anyone's life is to Christ. If we have faith, our first priority is to be loyal to Jesus and followed by a loyalty to each other. And you know what? We can't demonstrate loyalty through words devoid of action. Do you remember what Jesus said in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 14, verses 26 and 27? One day... When large groups of people were walking along with him, Jesus turned and told them, anyone who comes to me but refuses to let go of father, mother, spouse, children, brothers, sisters, yes, even one's own self can't be my disciple. Anyone who won't shoulder his own cross and follow behind me can't be my disciple. Jesus asked for our ultimate loyalty above our spouse, above our children and parents and grandparents, above our friends, above our country, and above any other cause, including our own lives. While loyalty to people is a great thing, loyalty to God will bring us the most from life. And loyalties must be in the right order, love God, then love people. Loyalty to Jesus penetrates our hearts and determines our very character and actions by loving God, loving people, and obeying the great Ten Commandments of our faith. Loyalty to Jesus means giving Him our allegiance over every human relationship and any earthly pursuit. Perhaps in 2023, you and I will discover we need to adjust our priorities. There's a lot of competing loyalties that demand our attention. But as followers of Christ, our actions should show that at the end of the day, there's one true love that matters most, a trustworthy and loyal love that demonstrates faith and faithfulness in God because faithfulness is the yardstick of our faith. I love the science fiction movie, Contact. It's about a story raising, that raises profound questions about faith in science. Starring Jodie Foster, it tells the story of astronomer Ellie Arroway's search for extraterrestrial life. Her parents both died when she was young, and she's left with a 
keen sense of aloneness and a drive to discover some sense of meaning and purpose to existence. Early in the movie, she meets Palmer Joss, played by Texas native son Matthew McConaughey. And he is a spiritual advisor to the president. And together, they explore the place of faith and reason in their lives. Ellie challenges Joss to prove that God exists. She leans on Occam's razor, a classic tool of reason, which demands that the simplest explanation is always the best. So on that basis, she asks, So what's more likely, that a mysterious, all-powerful God created the universe and then decided to not leave a single shred of evidence of God's existence, or that God simply doesn't exist at all and that we created God so that we wouldn't have to feel so small and lonely? Hmm. Joss responds by asking Ellie, if she loved her father. And she affirms she loved him deeply. And Josh said, prove it. Prove it. If you've seen the movie, Do we have a doctor or medical person in the house? Okay. Okay. Okay, if you've seen the movie, you know that Ellie ultimately has an experience with alien life that she can't prove. She offers up her story on faith and points to her faithfulness to that experience by the profound impact it had on her heart and her life. Ellie's closing words are a powerful description of the Christian perspective on life. She says, I had an experience I can't prove. I can't even explain it. But everything that I know as a human being, everything that I am, tells me that it was real. I was a part of something wonderful, something that changed me forever, a vision of the universe that tells us undeniably how tiny and insignificant and how rare and precious we are, a vision that tells us we belong to something greater than ourselves, that we are not alone, none of us are alone. Hear the good news. We aren't alone because we have Jesus. And as followers of Jesus Christ, we must be faithful to God. It's one thing to simply believe in God, but quite another to live in faithfulness. Deep and authentic faith leads to change lives as we become more steadfast and reliable in our faithfulness. In other words, faith leads to faithfulness demonstrated by our loyalty and trust in God. This is a picture of Ike 
my Susan's beloved pug late in his life. He passed away a few years ago. Towards the end, Ike became completely blind and lost his hearing. Every morning when my wife took her morning walk, Ike would slowly make his way to the window overlooking the street in front of our house. Even though he was blind as a bat and couldn't hear a thing, he would face the window patiently waiting for Susan to return. He had faith that the center of his life, Susan, would always return from her walk. But his faithfulness was demonstrated by his actions, his willingness to walk over to a window and look for something he couldn't see. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, now faith is a confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Faith means believing in things our, our minds cannot fully grasp. That's why faithfulness must come from a place of trust and loyalty, a, a partnership, if you will, with God. I love this quote from Pastor and Arthur Bill Hybels. You don't have to be any more talented, any richer, any slimmer, any smarter, any more or less of anything to partner with God. All you have to be is willing to be used by Him in everyday ways. That's faithfulness. Human beings have a marvelous capacity to understand and, and live meaningfully in the world, but, but life is riddled with mysteries and troubles that are beyond our understanding and our ability to fix. This is foundational to true wisdom, a humble recognition of our limited abilities and God's transcendent ability to do all things. The wisdom of Proverbs teaches us that the answer to the mysteries and challenges of life is loyalty and faithfulness to a God we cannot fully comprehend. It's through loyalty and faithfulness to Jesus that we can be in tune with God and God's purposes. Just like Celtic music and spiritualism is hardwired into my DNA, God's love is woven into the very fabric of our hearts. Our spiritual DNA leads us to search for answers for the meaning of life. And we find the answer when we treasure and honor Jesus through faithful love. If you're like me, you're committed to making New Year's resolutions to guide our actions in the upcoming year. What if every one of our goals for the new year is first filtered through the love and grace of Jesus Christ? 
What if every decision we make in 2023 is viewed through the lens of first honoring God? What if every action we take, starting with today, the first day of the rest of our lives, leads us to first love God and to love people? What if the relationships we build with others in the upcoming year all serve to glorify God through unselfish generosity, humble service, and the courage to sincerely share our faith with friend and stranger alike? What if we live our lives knowing that even though God is beyond rational explanation through faithfulness, loyalty, and trust, we can know Jesus through the magnificent power of the Holy Spirit. Friends, Jesus is God's stunning revelation to the world. The story of Jesus is the longing of human hope for salvation. The love and grace of God came to us as a baby, the light of the world. It's Jesus who shows us how to live and brings us hope through the unfathomable and faithful love that God has for us. All we need to do is say yes to Jesus in our hearts and our actions will become the proof of our faithful love for God. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we ask that uh, you just put your healing touch here upon this church before what's happening. We just lean into you, God, to lean the way on this morning. And Jesus, we ask that you breathe into us your sweet joy and peace. Help us to see the coming year as an opportunity to discard the old and embrace the new. Help us to find balance in our lives so that our walk with you might be first and foremost. Guide our words, thoughts, and deeds. May we be given wisdom and direction in every decision we face. May your peace, which surpasses all understanding, guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. It's in your holy and divine name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss new releases. We'll have new podcasts coming out all the time. Be sure to check us out online at whiteschapelumc.com. Please download the WC Life app, And follow us on social media to stay up to date with all things WC.